Hey, what's up everybody? My name is Joshua and I'm the world's mayor. Thank you so much for being here. Today, uh, we are on the Live Mana Network and you can find us by downloading our app on your phone, tablet, your computer, even your smart TV's app store, or also you can find us on your favorite podcast networks for now. Uh, so here's the deal. Today's broadcast is going just to, I'm, I have nothing prepared, which I never really have anything prepared, although I have a devotional or something inspirational or something, a, a subject, and I don't even know what this subject is because this very well could be our very last broadcast. I don't know. I, I have no idea. And um, so what I want to do is just share, It's I guess, a bit of our testimony and a bit of whatever comes through me. So Holy Spirit, help me. Please speak through me. I've tried to broadcast for the last four days. I think that, well, I don't even know what today is. No, that's not true. So Monday, Tuesday, Sunday. Anyway, um, I've tried to broadcast quite a few times, and, and even in those days. Even with having testing positive for COVID, I like I wanted to come on here and broadcast because I felt like this is, well, this is what I love to do. This is a dream of mine. And I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would get to broadcast. Of course, when I started having these visions as a child, I, you know, I, I believed with all my heart, hold on, I need to make sure that I have my right mic on because yesterday, Okay, I have it on. Yesterday, one of the reasons I did like four broadcasts yesterday, and I'm talking like 40-minute broadcast. And in the middle of these broadcasts, I would my brain would space out. I would stop. I was switching in the middle, like just nonstop. And I would have these delays where I would just stop. And I couldn't talk anymore. And, and I don't know if that was from the COVID or what, but it was awful. Well, anyway, I decided, well, ah, I deleted this broadcast anyway. I wanted to show this very vulnerable side. And then I realized that it could absolutely make me look like a complete psychopath. Not that I went off or went nuts or anything, but you can literally see me skipping out. It was just like I'd left my body for a while and then I came back. And I left my, and it was happening over and over and over again. And I like, this looks, this is like what people would use as evidence to try to get you locked up in a psych ward. And I like, I can't do that. But so what I'm going to do today is like that crap though is real for me. That what was happening was what my life with DID was like, and it was playing out. And I almost wish I didn't chicken out and broadcast, but the problem was when I went back and did the broadcast again, I did it, and I didn't have as many skips in my brain, but I still let it show. Well, then come to find out the whole thing was on mute. Or I didn't have the mic setting set up. And it's so interesting because my dream was from, I mean, I'm not kidding, from the childhood on was to be a talk show host. I loved Oprah. I loved 
Don Imus and Howard. Well, I wasn't that big of a Howard Stern fan, but, you know, what he was doing was revolutionary. I liked Opie and Anthony. I love talk radio, though. Loved all the local host. I listening to KOMA as a kid uh, with my dad in the backseat, him telling me stories about the bands that he toured with. And like, I, I, the bands are cool. Cause I mean, David Lee Roth was huge when I was growing up and like, I wanted to be like a lead singer, but I couldn't sing or dance. Uh, but I, you know, loved lead singers. But it, the thing was, is that I was at more interested in the, the interviewer. And so I loved, you know, infomercials, uh, loved, was a huge fan of Forbes Riley, of course, getting to be friends with her uh, late, years later. And, th but this was, this was my dream. And I never believed it was possible to ever get to broadcast or do TV or do any of that stuff. But I had a dream for it and I wanted to do it. And I worked with complex disabilities for 18 years. And anytime anyone ever asked me what I wanted to do, I would tell them, I want to pitch products on HSN and or QVC. <coughs> Excuse me, and, um, and and I also wanted to have a talk show, and uh, wanted to travel the world and serve. Like those were the things, the the three things that I would say every time. And um, you know, and then of course now that the, the, the vision is like is God. Would, as God would work on my heart, this, you know, family would enter the picture. And of course I didn't have the behavior or the discipline or any of that stuff for so many years to have a family to do any of this stuff with, uh, much less did I have any of the maturity to be able to do any of that stuff anyway, like all the other stuff, even without a family, I wasn't mature enough or had the discipline enough to be able to do it. Um, but that's what I wanted to do. And it's what I dreamed of doing. And I didn't understand that I was created to make that dream come true. Um, or basically because those were the dreams and visions that I was having and that was God showing me what was possible. Of course, I didn't know all that when I was living the life that I was living for all those years. But when I gave my life to the Lord, I was reminded of what I was supposed to do. Now, again, there's way more to the vision there. The, and the vision and what I believe the calling on my life is, it's, it's not about being a talk show host. It's not about pitching products. It wasn't really about that. There was much bigger, uh, a, a, a more important reason, I guess, that I'm supposed to do, or not, hold on. It was bigger than being a host and bigger than, you know, talking about products. There was a more underlying stuff, which I know to be media and the vision and the way that I see things and just my skill set, my gifting. It was strategically meant to think like a media mogul, but for the future. And uh, I think about over the course of my life. I think about the influences I have. I think about the, over the, how, what I naturally gravitated towards, my natural desires, the things that I love, because I think about even when I was a junkie, and I, 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 I don't want to get sidetracked. I almost told one of those stories that I would tell and then lose where I was at. 
Help see, I, I just did it by doing that. Oh, I know. Before even before I gave my life to the Lord, I had a certain skill set and gifting, but I also had a very deep seated desire to want to help people. And so you gotta understand that drugs and sex were more important to me than my family. Drugs and sex were more important to me than my mom. who's been everything to me. Um, you know, of course, I'm so blessed to have the wife that I have now. But I didn't have... I, 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 I wasn't capable of loving anything or anyone. But I will tell you that like, if I saw someone in trouble, the, it, everything in me changed. I became compassionate. I became soft-hearted. I became full of love. I became all those things. And, uh, but then, of course, it would turn into a monster right after. And it was pretty confusing because people would see the good that I was doing and just were brainwashed by that. And, 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 and so people, like, enabled me without knowing People help me wear my mask, help me hide. And I'm not blaming anybody. I mean, people do it all the time. Like we're, we, it's our nature. We've been trained to trust what comes out of our TV and from our news media and never thought to question what it really all was. Media is the most powerful medium in the world, but that word medium, it's not really a good word, <laughs> what it can mean, and I use it all the time. <clears throat> but anyway, so like getting to do this is a dream for me. And of course, the way that I envision doing it is not the way I'm doing it. You know, my dreams and visions were doing actual TV and uh, actual uh, what do you call it? In uh, <laughs> radio. And I know the world's changed and things are digital now. And, but those were my dreams. To, to be fair, sitting behind this camera, and there's a delay, by the way. I've never had like equipment that I've been happy and satisfied with, but I've worked to with the budget that I had to make it work, you know? And what am I gonna do? This is, I wanna do the best I can and be a good steward of what I have. And I have this dream and I wanna make it true. Like when I first started broadcasting, when I first started broadcasting, it was like I, it was on Facebook Live. And instead of treating it like a Facebook Live, I treated it like a TV show. Because that's what I wanted to do. I learned a lot of hard lessons on that journey trying to discover. I learned what pay-for-play TV is. And when someone invites you to come to be on TV, <laughs> there may be a catch to it. I remember getting to do Fox News for the first time. Fox Business, actually. I went to go record in New York. And it was right after being homeless. And 
I got this opportunity to go talk on camera about what I was doing. And it's like, because I was working with all of these different companies and helping them. Uh, really, it was media-related services. Of course, I wasn't calling it that then. I was looked at it as brand development. And, uh, and I, but I, I was getting to work with all of these uh, different brands. Gosh, my brain just skipped out again. Gosh, that's so embarrassing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. My point is that I, I've been getting to live this dream and pursuing it anyway. And the, the vehicle, the medium, like everything I've been able to utilize has, like it's been a blessing because every day of getting to do this has been another step towards what I believe is my destiny. I don't want to broadcast like this. This is not how I want to broadcast. I'm just going to be real with you. I'm doing it because I love this opportunity, but I want to do it professionally. And it, while it looks, I, we try to make it as professional as we can with our freaking thrift store green screens and golly, you know, like, and I'm grateful because it's given me an opportunity and it's given me this uh, amazing opportunity. And I've met so many amazing people getting to broadcast and I've gotten to do some really crazy, wild, amazing, one of a kind interviews and met the best people and scared away a lot more people. And I'm grateful for all of it. But this is not how I want to do it. I don't want to be, I want a real studio. That's what I envisioned. That's what I dreamed of. I'm grateful for this basement that has turned it, been turned into a studio that we get to try all kinds of different stuff. I am grateful for it because it's been so much fun. I have learned how to think out of the box and do less with uh, do do more with less. I feel like we've shown God that we can be good stewards and like make a lot out of nothing, and that's God though, really. Best-selling book we did with no money. International best, number one best-selling book. Didn't know movie. Multiple film festival awards with no money. Jessica's just a genius with our concept film. Running our network. We believed. I mean, maybe not Jessica, but I'm was dead set on running a network and being able to give it away to ministries and nonprofits and you know people that wanted to amplify their voice and have a censorship free platform like I thought I know that sounds like a crazy business model but God put it on my heart to do that why we have a nonprofit media organization was to give away these services I Like all I've ever wanted to do was serve. And and yet God's given me all of the this this wisdom and knowledge and expertise to that provides a lot of value. And I'm not saying this to brag, because it sucks, to be honest. God's called me to give away media services that are worth lots of money. Because people pay lots of money for it. But 
God's told us, put it on my heart to give it away and to help people that don't have access to it. And yet my experience is very few really care and give a shit about it. <laughs> Just being real. I, and you know, what's weird. I, I know what I'm, I've been saying for over two years about the need for media knowledge and what it can do for people and how it can change things. And it's really just a mindset shift, really. It's not even that complicated, the shift and to, to, to think as a, and operate as a media first organization. We've tried giving it away to the people that need it most. But it's interesting, though, the people that find value in what we do have the money to pay for it. Because we've helped them. And they value our work. But giving away our network has proven to be, up to this point, dumb, ridiculous. Yeah, maybe, but for me, it was an act of obedience. Crazy enough to give it away. Because that's what God put on my heart to do. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe pursuing my dreams is crazy. But here's, here's the thing. I would much rather go for all of it. I'm not talking about my, the biggest dreams in this world. I'm talking about like all of it. I don't care if the earth is flat. I don't care if it's a pine cone. I don't, I don't care. Whatever shape it is, my dreams exceed the earth. I have heavenly dreams. And while I'm here, I'm expecting to do big things for God and his people, and for people that are suffering. I'm expecting to do that. I'm expecting to do it using the gifts and talents that God gave me. I don't expect to fail. <laughs> like, this network may disappear. This 11-3-2022. This network and its ambitions and its plans and its desire to serve and elevate voices all over the world and give it away to people and just trust that people would see the value and give so we could keep going. But I believe that that was, that's what God, I believe that that's what God's called us to do. So we did it. But here's the thing. Even if it fails, even if the digital Noah's Ark sinks or electrocutes itself in the bathtub, um, that was, there was a joke there somewhere. And anyway, um, even if it fails, like it doesn't stop the dream. It doesn't stop anything. It doesn't stop the work we do. It doesn't stop the wisdom that God's given us or our talents. Look, if I could live out of a suitcase traveling the world. Oh, cause it's other, here's the other thing. It's not just that we may lose our network. It's 11-3-2022 and uh, have not paid rent since September. So 
somehow I have an amazing wife that's standing by me anyway. I can look at a lot of things and say, well, if I would have kept my mouth shut, or if I would have not said this, if I would have not taken that COVID test, I think about all these things that I would love to point my finger at and blame. I just trust God. Even, even if this ark sinks, even if we get evicted in the next, or get our eviction notice in the next few days, and I don't even really know what happens after that. Even if that happens, I trust God's plan. And I assure you, like I guess the biggest reason I wanted to do this broadcast is not to go, oh, will you please rescue us? I mean, look, I care about what we do. I know people, some people value it. And, but it's like no one's responsibility to bail us out. Like we wanted to serve in a way that we serve, and if you find value, then you'll donate or you'll give, or other people will notice what we're doing and they'll give. I know it's a weird business model, but you know, I'm really inspired by those restaurants that don't have prices on the menu. And they have, where they allow people to come enjoy their meal, eat, and you leave whatever you have or whatever you feel led to give. Model works for them really well. <laughs> I wanna do that with food trucks so to be able to help the homeless. That's what I wanna do. That's actually a branch off of our community center vision of what we wanna do with the Live Model Worldwide Foundation. So here's the thing, like I'm not giving up on anything. I mean, it, it's very strange. To the feeling like to, to lose all of my content on Facebook, that sucked. To lose it all on Twitter, eh, not a big deal. To lose it all on YouTube, ugh, that sucked. And even when I decided to start over and make a new channel, that one got in trouble like immediately. So like, we had to have our own network. I mean, and even the network that we were like flying under the radar uh, when we were with E360, like we got kicked off there because of the subject matter we were talking about. So we just, we like out of necessity, we built the digital Noah's Ark. And I want to keep going. I want to keep doing it. And I, it's not that I'm trying to make it this biggest, baddest network on the planet. I just want to be a place that people can come to to watch powerful content that there's no, there's, it, it, it's it, people speaking their truth that's not censored. You don't have to agree with it, but they're speaking their truth. I mean, I'm not, listen, I, I know that there's some wacky stuff out there and there's got to be discernment. But, I mean, the stuff that I've gotten in trouble for, why I've got my kicked off YouTube and kicked off Facebook and kicked off Twitter and kicked off all that, was stuff that was in the actual news. So, in, in, in official studies, like, I'm, I know I can listen. 
nothing would surprise me. L Lizard Queen, <laughs> nothing, like, nothing would surprise me. Nothing. Donald Trump's really a woman. Donald Trump's the Antichrist. Donald Trump's a has a twin. Sure. At this point, seriously, I nothing would surprise me. <coughs> Pardon my cough. So, you know, and here's the deal. Maybe I don't have the, the talent to be a professional broadcaster or to be a professional talk show host. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I've got my own style. I don't really follow anyone's rules. I'm not consistent. <laughs> I don't do the same thing every time at all, which makes it confusing for me because it would make my life easier if I did the same thing every time. I'm not good at following formats. I'm not good at staying on a script because I don't make them. Don't want to. I just want to talk. Like I, again, like the way I, the people that I was inspired by on radio were just like, you were there. Like the audience was part of the conversation. I miss the chat. Would love to have that. Love to have the audience interaction because ultimately my dream is to not sit in this chair behind a green screen where there's art in the background. See? It's just so stupid. But you know, you make... That actually is kind of cool. <laughs> Mercy. Sorry about my cough. Dead gum. Um, I feel like I have like sacks of fluid in my lungs. So yeah. I mean, I just, like, I want a live audience. I got spoiled when, when I was doing the Saturday night service in front of a live audience at Word of God Church, getting to interact with the audience and coming up with new stuff. But here's the deal. Maybe if I don't have the talent to, to make it and get to do my own version of The Tonight Show one day and host the Oscars, which is something I want to do, which is kind of funny because I really don't even like movies. I prefer limited series. And I wanted to make the devil inside me in a movie into a movie, but really, because we uh, made the the movie into episodics, I would like to make it into a, a TV series. But like doing the show like this is not what I want to do. I want a producer. <laughs> like, I want people to handle the camera for me, because I can't get this level right the way I want it, and I want to stand up when I broadcast, and I want to wear a suit, like. That, or that right there, that guy right there. Like, I want to wear a suit. And also, I don't want to just do a regular Tonight Show. No, I want to go and travel to different cities all over the world and do live shows in front of a live audience there. But, here's the thing. <clears throat> By day, when we travel, we're serving in the communities. We're, we're teaching. We're doing the youth media literacy program. So I don't, we don't need the buildings for it. We can fit into any community center, anywhere in the world, any ministry, any church. We can come in and we can teach. We want to create the facilities, though, because we want to create safe places. And we, there's a whole vision there. It's on our website. That's what I want to do. And then I would like go be willing to go back on social media and then my videos that would be you know just behind a camera a regular camera would just be like 
phone. So, this is not my dream. This. No offense. It's not my dream. My dream is to run a media conglomerate that is known for creating and elevating other media organizations for truth. Like, we want to be bigger than Disney. Like, we have big vision. And I understand that broadcasting and things like that are going to change soon. But you know what? I also want to broadcast and have the perfect cameras. Not to make me look prettier, because I'm sick of bad camera quality. And I, my camera quality is inconsistent. My internet's inconsistent. Sometimes... <clears throat> Sometimes the mic sounds funny because I, the controls are weird. Sometimes the internet doesn't work. Sometimes the computer runs... I learned something new about my computer. It runs at such a high percentage that it makes other things shut down. So, sometimes I skip out. I'm tired of the quality not being perfect. It's never been perfect since I started. And I know what perfect looks like. But we've, we've made do with what we've had. I mean, you, the way that, that I've rigged up my computers and cameras to make it work, it's because I believe in my dream. So, if the network goes away, well, you know, okay. We, our heart is intentions with the purpose and the way that we want to build it. Like, and the vision we have for it, it can go into any organization. I didn't need to be ours. I don't care. The strategy that we have, the knowledge that we have, I'll gladly give it to someone else. Because in the end, I just want to see it get made. I don't, I don't need the credit. I don't need that. I would like to see this happen. I want to see this vision come to life. I want to see the media literacy centers come to life. And there's a deep, deep reason why. I want to see my hosting dreams come true. And I believe that they will. I believe that I'm going to host the Oscars. And I'm saying this on 11-3-2022. And I'm saying this in the face of losing this network in a couple days that we never wanted to charge people for. We just wanted to give away. And the same with our media, with our, the Lip Mono Worldwide Foundation. Like, we don't need that title and that name to, to keep operating. and serve and be used by God in any way. So we lose our network and lose the show. I mean, I could go other places, but then I get censored everywhere, so I don't really know what the point would be. So I don't know what this looks like. But my dream's not going to go away. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up. I'm not even really worried about it. We may lose our house in a few days. I'm not really worried about that either. I don't know why. I don't know if this is what a relationship with Jesus does when you just get to this place where you just trust him 
even when like shit is hitting the fan all around you, or all around me. But then again, I'm also looking at a lot of people waking up to a lot of really bad news. A lot of people are suffering. A lot of people don't know Jesus. A lot of people have no peace. I wouldn't trade my life for anyone's. Anyone's. But you shouldn't want to trade with anyone's either. Because what God has planned for you here's the thing here's why I can't give up on what I believe in my heart is to be my destiny and I won't give up it's not that I can't, I won't and I look, I question things about the Bible all the time I do doesn't mean that I don't believe it's the most amazing, perfect book ever written. Especially when you include all the stuff that was taken out. In the book, Jesus himself said that we would have days like this. And what we would see in the last days. And it's all unfolding. Daniel's prophecy why we do what we do why we sit down on this path my earliest visions came from well I mean they, how they happened they correlated to Daniel's prophecy man merging with machine iron and clay, the singularity the fourth industrial revolution, the internet of bodies so got off social media well, I'm running the Live Money account on Twitter now. <laughs> that was a mistake. Been on there the last two days and ish. Um, it's like walking back into hell. Man, I missed it. Um, so look, here's the deal. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, we may not be here anymore. I'm not going anywhere. Because I believe in what God's called me to do. And so I'll gladly sacrifice this network. I will gladly sacrifice my show. I've made 15 of them now. It's not like I'm married to the concept or the title. I have a, lo I have a love affair with Gratitude Unfiltered still, but I, I changed my name. Farting around. Uh, like, but I'm ready for prime time, dadgummit. So if this gets taken away from me, I'm like, okay, well, I surrender this to you, God. I'll surrender good, or below average, as some of you may say. I'll surrender that for your extraordinary, all day, every day. Because look, let's face it, nothing's really great right now. I mean, I'm grateful. Because I know what life was like before Jesus. Grateful. Um, but I don't have anything great. My 
I mean, my marriage and my family, yes. But the things that I value and hold on to and the, the desires of my heart, it's not where I want it to be. It's not what I set out to do. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. And I won't give up until I'm dead. And you know what? Even right before I get there, I'm going to already have made another place to go. Because I really want to spend every last moment I have pursuing all that God has for me. And that includes serving in the way that I believe that he's created me to serve. And why he brought my wife and I together the way that he did. I don't want to lose this network. I don't want to lose all of our content again. I don't want to lose the work that we've done. Losing it, in a way, makes it even more challenging for my dreams to come true. Or even fulfill our vision as individuals, as a couple, as an organization, as a network, as a family. I trust God with everything in me. So I just wanted to use this broadcast, which may be the last, who knows. But I, I'm saying that, Lord, I surrender the show, this network, our foundation, our dreams, our vision, the desires of our heart, we surrender them all to you. If they don't belong, remove them. I lay it at your feet, and I trust you. I believe that you are the God that does the impossible. I may not have believed that had I not experienced the supernatural moment that I surrendered my life to you, but I, but I, I, I know that you do the impossible. You've rehabilitated my life in ways that, like, don't even make sense. After all the evil I did and all the hell that I caused and the people I've hurt, for you to give me the life that I have now, even with what I could lose. What you've given me is so much greater. So I trust you enough with all of these things to surrender them to you. Take them, Lord. <laughs> Take them. They're yours. Thy will be done. What is it in your life that you're hanging on to that is really not serving you? That is not getting you where you want to go, where you believe you should be? 
What is it that you believe is good? Because it pays the bills, keeps food on the table. There's more that you want, but because this is good, you're cool with it. What are you hanging on to that you know no longer belongs to you? What would you be willing to give up for your dreams? Surrender that. Surrender that. Because then, I believe your heart aligns with God's. I'm grateful for over the 500 plus broadcasts that we've been able to do. Of course, you know, a lot of them have been erased from history now because of getting kicked off of so many platforms, but it doesn't matter. Um, I'm grateful for the journey. I don't, I know God's not done with it. It just may not look the same on the other side. And I'm okay with that too. This has been awesome. And, um, I look forward to all the people we get to serve and all the people we get to help. I look forward to God making my dreams come true. And while that happens, that was going to enable us to make a lot more, uh, more, more people's dreams come true. Because in the end, all I really want to be known for is helping people make their dreams come true. And that's why I'm the world's mayor. God bless.